W-A-F-L-M-O-Y-T. L-W-A-F-L-M-O-Y-T. L-W-A-F-L-M-O-Y-T. Okay, all right, fast. Okay, one more time. No, no, one more time. We gotta go back to the first one. Oh, God, okay. You don't know what OCD is all about. All right, let's do the first one, right? L-W-A-F-L-M-O-Y-T. Do it again. L-W-A-F-L-M-O-Y-T. L-W-A-F-L-M-O-Y-T. Welcome to L-W-A-F-L-M-O-Y-T with Mike Spiegelman and Carl. Hi, Carl. Hi, Mike. Thanks. Good to see you. Hey, uh... Welcome to the show. L-W-A-F-L-M-O-Y-T is an acronym. It stands for Let's Watch a Full-Length Movie on YouTube. We're going to watch oh. a full-length movie on YouTube with L- me, Mike w- Spiegelman, L- and Carl. L-W. Yeah, Y-T is YouTube. Uh, excuse me. YouTube is one word. YouTube is I, one I word. I just said Y-T is YouTube. But it just be Y. Okay, L-W-A-F-L-L-Y. That's y. actually my question. Y-T. Y-T. That's a great question. I'll have to get, I'll have to circle around and back. Welcome to the show. We are streaming first, as always, on MutinyRadio.fm, our home base in San Francisco. Beautiful, beautiful Mission District. Come on down. Mutiny Radio has live shows, live comedy shows, Monday and Fridays. Check the website, MutinyRadio.fm. Check the website, MutinyRadio.fm, and download our archive. Subscribe to us. You can also uh, listen to the show live, live stream it. Uh, just go to mutinyradio.fm. We're here every Sunday at 2 p.m. Pacific Standard Time. We are YouTube a podcast, channel. L-W-A-F-L-M-O-Y-T. Carl, what's up? YouTube channel. Tell them about the YouTube That was my third, but that's the greatest thing we have is our YouTube channel. If you're watching right now, howdy. <laughs> uh, go to L-W-L-F-L-Y-T. Because we'll be watching what? this movie. We want you... I said L W A F L M O Y. That was my oh. question. <laughs> I can't. It's not. I have to say YouTube is Y T. I'm sorry. It just sounds better. I understand. So, yeah, you can type in that acronym in YouTube. And what we're going to do is we want you to go to YouTube, watch a movie with us, turn the sound off, listen to the podcast at the same time, and watch it. What movie are we watching today? Today we will watch. This is a hard one. The Return of the Six Million Dollar Man and the Bionic Woman, 1987. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. The Return of the, the Return of the Six Million Dollar Man. You got to write out six million in English. And the Bionic Woman, B-I-O-N-I-C. Come on, we all know how to spell bionic woman. 1987. Also, you got to say ampersand. Instead of the A-N-D, you got to put in that little squiggly ampersand. Probably you start typing this, it'll come up. Okay, so we want you to type the return of the six, S-I-X, million dollar man, ampersand, the G-I-O-N-I-C. Right. 1987. Yeah. Carl, what channel is hosting? It's important yes. because the first channel has ads, and that's not going to work. So you want Dave D Entertainment. Dave, Dave. D, middle initial D, Entertainment. Oh, last name Entertainment. <laughs> His full name is Dave. My card. My card. Entertainment, Entertainment Productions. 
Dave Entertainment proprietor. Now, can we finally get to the Celebrity Comedian Countdown? Carl, take it away. Good evening, ladies and gentlemen, and welcome back to Celebrity Comedian Countdown, this time with Daniel Caprio. Welcome, Daniel. Hi, nice to be here. So, Daniel, we are comedians out there on the scene. I'm bumping into you at shows, at open mics, and I think it's fair to say that you're a Central Jersey, South Jersey comedian. Is that fair? Uh, yes, that is fair. I'd like to say Central Jersey, but I do do. Uh, I was just in Atlantic City uh, not more than a month and a half ago, so that's South Jersey. So when I'm dialing your number, I'm dialing 609. That is pretty central to me. That's a Mercer County dial to uh, area code there. So Amen. how come you never come up north? Many, many South Jersey, Central Jersey comedians I do see up here every now and again. You never seem to venture our way. Uh, yeah, because a lot of times it's way too far for way too little. <laughs> and I'm not, I'm not talking about shows, by the way. I'm talking about uh, straight up open mic. Yeah, five minutes and you've driven an hour, you know, hour 15. It doesn't make sense. I'm talking close to two hours for most of this. Mm. Mm -hmm. Now, I think of you as a comedy producer and a host. Now, I've been part of this sauce open mic in New Brunswick, yeah. uh, the sauce mic with the, the George Street Co-op. But also, I see you doing stuff at, like, Mercer County Community College. What's Correct. the philosophy here? You make your own shows? You're a bit of a producer. That's true. Uh, it's actually this Thursday is the Mercer mic. Um, it's not totally mine. I mean, they pay me to do it, which is great. Uh, but, you know, I have to follow, you know, the rules that they set. But um, I was their first choice when they brought it back. It's, it's, uh, it hasn't been going on for like three years now. And it uh -huh. just came back um, in uh, February. And, what, uh, it took a COVID break? Yeah, an extended one. Uh, but I'm so glad it's back. And, and they've been well attended lately, too. So I'm very happy for that. Well, I see the stuff on social media, and it's a very good stage, and it's lots of friends I see booked on that show, you know? It looks like it's a fun time. Oh, most definitely. I can't wait. So, I see you on the run right now, in the car. That's because you're so damn active in comedy. Where are you going now? I'm going to uh, Red Bank, uh, to uh, this dispensary. Uh, called Scarlet Reserve. They have uh, they have mics every Tuesday and they have shows uh, every now and then on Friday. And you get to pick up a little something while you're there, right? Possibly, yeah. <laughs> you're used to going and having a beer, but uh, this is a little different. Do they serve alcohol? No, no, no. I think it's BYOB, but no more drinking for me. I haven't drank in uh, over six years now. Really? Was it yeah. a problem? No, you just I don't I don't like this or. No, no, it was definitely problems. Uh, oh. But I am, uh, I'm glad, I'm glad I made that decision. It's been a positive. Uh, it's been a positive, definitely. Gotcha. Now, you have okay. So you've got this special, right? And it's called utterly ridiculous. Now it's not utterly ridiculous. It's no. like the animal and otter. It's utterly ridiculous. But it's not on your own YouTube channel. What is that? Backwards Entertainment? Tell me about this special, how it came about, and why it's on a different person's channel. Well, the reason why it's on a different channel is because my friend BJ, uh, we made, I, I wanted to pay him to do it, 
but he made a stipulation, uh, which, you know, saved me quite a lot of money. Uh, he told me, he's like, look, I'll film and edit it for you. Uh, just uh, let's put it on my channel. Because he has, I think right now, he has about 2,000 subscribers to his channel. And uh, uh-huh. he knew we would get, like, a pretty good amount of views. Um, and uh, so I said, yeah, you know, it's going to reach more eyes having it on your channel versus mine. Uh, and he did film and, you know, like, edit it. So, you know, we made that deal. Yeah. Um, and uh, our friend Alex Gillespie uh, brought in uh, sure. a couple more cameras, and he helped uh, film it, too. And um, so what the deal was, uh, I told him, like, whatever little clips, like 30 seconds, a minute, I would put those on my channel, and he would put the full length on his channel. And it's worked out great. Right. Yeah, it sounds like it. Both of those guys, I know those dudes. They're really great guys, and that's terrific. They were helping out and everything. So oh, very talented on and off stage. Yeah. 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 So tell me, how can people find you out there on social media? What is it? Instagram, Twitter. How can people get in touch and see what you're up to and where you they can check you out? Instagram, I'm real active on. It's just at Daniel Caprio. Uh, I try to keep things simple so people can find me easy. Twitter, uh, somebody took at Daniel Caprio, so it's at Daniel underscore Caprio for Twitter. Uh -huh. um, Twitter's kind of a cesspool, though, so I don't really, I only, like, really post promos on there, like, you know, like, yeah. dates and mics and things like that, pictures and stuff. Um, but it has its, uh, it has its use. And yes. um, all other social media, it's just, uh, it's just Daniel Caprio. Okay. Now, Daniel Caprio, everyone at home is poised to watch this film at the exact same time as we do here in the studio. So everyone at home's got to press play, same time as we do at the studio. So why don't you go ahead, Daniel Caprio, and give us that celebrity comedian countdown. Right, here we go. Three, two, one, go! What for the commercial? It's Ernie Anderson. I'm Paul Thomas Anderson's dad, and I do the voiceover for Six Million Dollar Man. See his eye? Yeah. The zapped. Ooh, that wall went down. That window There's went a through. New Six Million Dollar Person. Six Million Dollar Man and the Bionic Woman. <laughs> Next. No, oh, but man. were you a big fan? Were you a fan? Yes, I was, of course. Yeah. The 70s would not be complete without Lee Majors and uh, Lindsay Wagner as the bionic couple. Yes. Carl, what is the premise of the show? The shows? Your show? This show? No, the original. No, originally in the 70s, we watched The Six ah, Million okay. Dollar Man. Oh, so, yeah. So uh, there was a crash, and we're about to see the beginning. You see how young he is? And yeah. we're going to see that he has a plane crash, and so they figured they could rebuild him as a cyborg. They didn't use that term at all. They put they bionics in him. So he's got a fake leg that makes him jump like that. He's got a super eye. He can super see. And he has a bionic arm, so he can super oh, bionic. here we go. Ah, I have to witness the crash every time the show starts. She's got a bionic arm, too, a bionic leg, but she doesn't have a bionic eye. She has a bionic ear. What was that you said? Say what? what? Hey, I think they're talking about us two states over. Yeah. Bionic now, man, you're right. 
Look at she's she's fantastic. Oh, she right? She looks great. Mm-hmm. Uh, co-starring now, other people. Yeah, well, that's the new uh, Bionic guy, and he's the son of of Steve Austin. There's Lee Majors. Lee Majors. Oh, look Lee at that. Lee. Steve, Lee Majors, too. Yeah. yeah. Now, when, wasn't Lee Majors and Eddie Deason in, in The Fall Guy together? Was Eddie Deason in The Fall Guy? That's cool. I, I think so. It's either that or the one where it was like, I, it might be TJ Hooker. Oh, okay. That That's with yeah. uh, Shatner. With Shatner. Okay. Wow. <laughs> right. Well, it looks like it's all fun and games, but it's not, Michael. It's not. This is the paramilitary organization fortress. Well, they need to use the elevator. <laughs> no, they're just going to do whatever they want. They go in with explosives. They... Now, we're overhearing Oscar Goldman go, they broke into the military force. They 19 people were injured. I like Oscar Goldman. He's my favorite part of both shows. He Dude. was in the Buster Keaton story, which we saw together. He was yes, one of right. the movie executives. Super young. Right, super young. Man, yeah. that explosion went to either side of the truck. Now, in the car is a dad in Surf 2. It is Weekend at <laughs> Bernie's. It's our favorite guy. Oh, look at him. He's so clean-shaven, too. Because even in Weekend and Bernie's had a mustache. Yep. You can see his former mustache right under his nose. He's <laughs> one of those guys where they shave their mustache, and you're like, yeah. Did you shave your mustache? How do you know? How, well, give it away. Well, you like have like two times the size. Yeah, like your upper lip is like four times the size of uh, your chin. Now, here's Lee Majors, and it's Steve Austin. And the first thing was the, is the director has to remind us that Steve Austin was a sex symbol. So here we have our sexism. Oh, him. Now turn it up because he's going to make fun of today's youth. Now you know kids today, they say things like totally. I just don't know my own strength. Awesome. Totally. Well, that was on fleek. Yeah. So the director has let us know that he's a sex symbol and he's old. Can I can I have some very disturbing questions I need to ask before we watch this movie? Yes. Yes. One, the government owns them, right? Mark, Michael, that is very disturbing. Okay? It I is disturbing. Where coming from. Oh, um, let me say this. You, you crash, right, in an astronaut, and you wake up, and there's bionic parts, and they yeah. call you... Crassly, oh, yeah. the six million oh, yeah. always reminding you how much they pay. Like we, you owe us. You are the six million dollars, and you dollars. do what the government tells you to do. Well, what if uh, I'm older? Tough shit. Well, no, no, he is retired right now. He's retired. There's no way the Bionic Man is retired. He's going to be government owned till the rest of his life. <laughs> okay, this is about his son. His son, who's also a military pilot. Steve Austin Jr.? Yeah. Now, does Bigfoot show up in this at all? Because he no. When... no. No. Not in this one. That okay, so best. Steve Austin, the $6 million man, he is now retired. He sunk all his 
<clears throat> money into this fishing boat, and he fishes all the time. And he was married to this woman, but she was a cuckoo. So they got a uh-huh. divorce. And she never said, by the way, I'm pregnant. So surprise, you have a kid. But he, he found out when he was young, like a couple years later, and he never raised the kid. And he, when the mom died, he sent him to the aunt's house. Okay, so he's estranged from his son. Yeah. No, so how did he know she was pregnant? Was it a bionic eye used at all? Like, smell hey, it. I, you can smell it. Smell. When oh, a woman's pregnant, that. there's a yeah, there's a scent. To oh, it. hang on, let me so, write this down. Thanks, so, man. I learned everything about women from you, Carl. <laughs> so he did crash and get bionic, and then find out about it. And he was an OSI agent. So his excuse that he wasn't around was, you know, I I got into America to help to save. What's an OSI agent? It's the pretend CIA. It's the okay. pretend CIA. You know, in the Venture Brothers, they're OSI, too. They're the good guys. Oh, that's cool. Yeah. And they actually have a scene where Steve Austin and, the Big- and Bigfoot are a couple. <laughs> and they're hiding out in the mountains together. <laughs> oh, man. I like that. Well, uh, the clothes are awesome. You know, what's one thing going I on mention- right now is he's yeah. saying, like, Fortress is back and Lyle Stenning is the head of you know, and Lyle Stenning is like uh, his longtime adversary, but not really, just for the point of this movie. You know, they want to make it. Okay, so he's like, forget it, Oscar, I'm retired. Uh, I'm out. I'm out of the game, and he'll stay out of the game. Uh-huh, and he's going to be like, yeah, but according to this receipt, we own you. <laughs> Six million dollars, it says right here. Yeah. Look, no, six million. Got to come and fight Lyle, because guess what? He's Martin Landau. I know. I saw the special credit. You know, special guest star. The first name is always the villain. Mm-hmm. Audacious. Oh, look at him. He's definitely like. Ah, I'm gonna take a look at the look at her bikini one more time. Well, he's he named after the summer he met Jamie. And you're right. Oscar Goldman keeps looking at the bikini broads, going, "Looks like you're." You're not too old, I can see, Steve Austin. Uh, totally tubular. By tubular, I mean, okay, Oscar, we get you. <laughs> oh, here's my impression, Carl, of the $6 million man and the bionic woman having sex. Okay. Oh, bionic woman. You're looking at, you're listening to another man. What? You're looking at another woman, huh? Uh, oh, Cindy. Are you looking at Cindy? She's in Montana. <laughs> oh, Frank. Frank? Frank? Who are you listening to? Frank from Louisiana? Boy, <laughs> <laughs> Look at that. Just, so, when you saw the Terminator and Arnold Schwarzenegger is an aging Terminator, how would you feel about that? Because Terminators and and uh, Bionic Man, he's going to die eventually, right? Uh-huh. Or he's immortal. Who so Bionic Man? Of course, he's going to yeah. die. So his he has this equipment in him, like for four yeah, years. Yeah, he's got a fake leg, okay, and they reinforced his spine with crococranium. But that was back and, in 1970s, you know. Yeah, like, yeah. This is 87. Does he need, well, like, an upgrade? 
his son gets the bionics and he like runs all weird and they're like all impressed with him. I can't do that. And he shoots a laser with his eye, you know. So yeah, I saw the laser he's eyes. Got That's 1970s pretty cool. Seventies technology and his kids got late eighties tech. Yeah, they had lasers. Nepo babies, right? <laughs> Wait till you see the way he runs, man. I am the sun. The son of Steve Austin. Well, the thing is, this was like, okay, this was kind of going to be a pilot, you see. Okay. Of course. These two right here on screen, they were together on a vacation in 1986, just fucking around. They were just friends, and they were on a vacation. And they started pretending, they were like improvising a scene. Like, they are probably drunk or something, pretending that they were Steve Austin. Yeah, right, of course. So it gave him the idea, let's let's have a reunion. So they contacted this guy, Sidney Scheinberg at Universal. He's a good Catholic, Sidney Scheinberg at Universal, who agreed to develop it. And then there was a chance meeting with Brandon Tartikoff. Now, why do I know that? Brandon Tartikoff, by the way, the dog in uh, Punky Brewster is named Brandon after him. Uh-huh. He is one of the superstars of the early 80s when it comes to television executive personalities. He's the okay. Fred Silverman of his time. He spearheaded every show you like from NBC in the early 80s, and he had a certain personality. He passed away years ago, but okay. he is definitely like a power broker that even I know about. I've read about him, Carl. You know? Gotcha. So, yeah, Brendan Tartikoff, he probably said, cha-ching, let's yeah. do it. Well, it says a chance meeting. So they just bumped into Brandon. It uh, led to the movie being sold to NBC. And it was $4.8 million, not $6 million, $4.8 million budget uh, because it was also going to be like a pilot. Michael Austin is the name of the kid. So it would be like the Bionic Man's kid. It was going to be a new series. Oh, that's cool. So Lee Majors could be in it, but he doesn't have to run around and shit. Right. His son mm-hmm. could do it. It right, literally his son could do it. Now, what about Bionic Woman? Would she be in this backdoor pilot as well, like in the show? Yep, yep. We're going to see her all over this thing. Now, right does she now, have a Bionic daughter? Uh, no, that that would be hitting the – that would be gilding the lily, I think. You gilding the lily, a little too on the nose. as we Nail on the head. I mean, that's a little <laughs> too on the nose there. <laughs> They're bit. twins. They're twins, and they're their own babies. They, they, they are. They become. They get married, and they. Oh right. They... Who are you listening to? Boop, 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 boop. Oh, boop, 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 boop. oh. By the way, like you know, during oh, I haven't finished the sex scene between the. Okay, let me jerk right, you off with my bionic hand. Ouch! Ouch! Ow. I don't have a bionic dick. Right, right. Don't worry, Oscar Goldish. We can Ow. rebuild it. We can rebuild it, Steve. <laughs> Balls. <laughs> we have the technology. We can rebuild it. Then you really would hear that sound when they were doing it. Okay, so now he's sort of like been introduced to his son, but they never met. There's Bernie. He looks yes, old. Bernie. There's the dad from Surf 2. So the good dad from Surf 2, not the racist dad. And no, the, no, it's not the good dad. It's um the the. What's his name? Tom Villard's dad. Right, but he was and cool. He, he yeah, was. He, he wasn't. Was a, he wasn't dad. selling the uh, Buzz Cola to the kids. Right. Exactly. Those are the other two dads. Our dads he was also protesting the Buzz Cola. Yeah. 
Oh, look, California, where everything exists. That's another great thing about this TV show. Watching this in New Jersey, it's like, wow, California looks so cool. Yep, yep, it always did. So right now, Oscar Goldman has learned that Steve Austin will meet his son at this restaurant. So <laughs> he is arranging it that that Bionic Woman coincidentally bees is there in bees there is there with on a on a date like on a blind date kind of thing because he for some reason in our plot wants steve austin and and he wants steve back to fight fortress so if he gets him back with i don't i don't understand his logic but he wants to play matchmaker and put these two together again fair enough that makes sense was fortunate you know one thing about these shows excuse me is that they would be episodic you know it would just be yeah. That villain of the week. And if there was any kind of like chronological story, it would be a special or like, you know, when he met Bigfoot, it was a big deal. It was maybe a two-parter right. or a movie or it was an event. Yeah. But there was never exactly. like, uh, a, the show was never a 22-hour movie, like a serialized uh, TV show we, we watch now. No, nope, it was episodic, just like you said. It would start with the premise and by the end of the thing, it was wrapped up and the guy was in jail. It was right. There was really no mystery. Like it wasn't. I don't think the Bionic Woman was searching for something about her past or like. Yes, there was no... no, she was. No, you see, she was. The pre yeah, the okay. Steve Austin and Jamie Summers were in love, and it was the summer of love and love, 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 love. And then Jamie love has it. the parachute crash, and they go save her life make her bionic and they go steve you can't well i'll crack it to do, do, do you if you don't so they made her bionic but when she woke up she couldn't remember she was like hi who are you are you okay jamie <laughs> is that my name no but she remembered her name but she forgot all her about her past so she didn't know she was in love with Steve Austin so the Steve was a tortured soul who was uh, right near the woman he loved but she couldn't love him back okay now, was this because they were retroing the story like did it originate as a pilot of just Jamie as herself and then they threw in all this backstory later or there was a movie um with the bionic woman it was really supposed to be an episode as a matter That's of fact she dies at the end she's what she's i die did i hear you correctly yes she dies it was so popular that they they just said all right fuck that and they made it like a thing like okay we didn't want you to know steve i told you she was dead because she can't remember and it would have been torturous to you that's really what it was that's, that's interesting um, Okay. Nice save. In the third season, two-part episode, her character is critically injured in a skydiving accident, equipped with bionic implants, similar to, but her body rejects them, ultimately leading to her death. <gasps> this was intended to be Wagner's last role under her universal contract, but public response to the character was so overwhelming that the death was ret retconned, retconned into a cover story. That's right. For a near-death secret recovery, Wagner, Wagner appeared in a two-part episode which returned her character, followed by a spin-off series, 1976. Amazing. That's so cool. Now, remember, they pizza? remember the time they ate pizza and riding horses? 
yeah, she, that's remembering the time she's riding horses, remembering the time she's eating pizza while remembering the time she was riding a horse. Does she have a flashback within the flashback? Yes. I remember being on a flashback. horse, remembering us eating pizza. <laughs> that's right. She was on the horse galloping. She goes, yeah. I remember that time we had the pizza. I'm remembering the time I remembered that we had pizza. We were having pizza and you were telling me you were on a horse. <laughs> So now we're having this awkward, okay, ready for some bionics? Turn it up so we hear it. Do, 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 do. What? You know, you, you retreated inside yourself. No contact, no friends. And when somebody needed you, you didn't care. <laughs> it's fine, okay? Just you, she's there. talking about Istanbul. We'll learn that later. Jamie. I just wanted to hear them. Well, but, but I want the audience to know what we're talking about when they're doing it. Yeah, that's it. Watch my non bionic parts. Don't worry about the tip. Call me about the window, please. Is there a back way out of here? Yes, at the back. Hello. <laughs> I was going to tell you to turn it up for her line. Yeah, that's a great line. Is Sir, I'm going to ask, ask you to leave. Hi, Dad. Oh, hi, Dad. That's even more embarrassing. Yeah. Why didn't you use the door? Well, son, no. Let me back see, after this. What were the commercials like on the other recording? Yeah, we don't get to see the cool retro commercials. They just It just goes to black and comes back. That's fair enough. Yeah. We're more interested in the action here. Well, I don't know, Mike. It's really fun when they have the retro commercials. Sure. You know, I mean, and, and there's the news story, news at 11. You know, you see what was, right? World Trade Center what? hit? What? No. <laughs> this is 1987. Get out of here. Oh, Statue of Liberty will be reopening soon. Right. Well, this is cool. I mean, I didn't realize he had a son. I know Lee Majors was in Evil Dead versus Ash or whatever the TV show, Ash versus the Evil Dead. He played mm -hmm. Ash's father from the Evil Dead movies when they had a Showtime show. He was the dad in it. But I didn't watch it. Um, the, He got famous from The Big Valley. There were oh, four no people who auditioned for The Big Valley, including Burt Reynolds. And he yeah. won... And that's how then this came along, and now he's a big star. But he also went on to do The Fall Guy for one season. It was in The Virginian. Did you now, like The Fall Guy? No. Now, check this out, Mike. Check this out, right? He was going to be in Midnight Cowboy. He was going to be the John Voight guy. Yeah, he would have been all right, I guess. Well, the thing is, but instead, Big Valley... It was they had they had the more the thing is he was a TV guy and this it's corny and stupid six million dollar man but if he had done Big Valley and then got cast with Dustin Hoffman in Midnight Cowboy his career might have been totally different he might have been a very cool hip movie star well do you think John Voight is John Voight was in Runaway Train which we watched and we loved him in that performance but you know he's grown up and he is who he is you know this kind of firebrand on Twitter et cetera and. And not really, you know, so it, it could have been anything, but 
I'm saying it, it wouldn't mean anything to be in that movie. It would have been cool to have a TV actor show up in a movie that was rated R at the time. X. Midnight Cowboy well, was rated okay, X. He was a TV actor in like a cowboy film in the black and white days. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like, he, if he had gone into that movie, he would have suddenly been a hip, cool. I mean, it's all about heroin and John Voight's tr picking up a prostitute and thinks that he was the prostitute. Remember that scene? I don't know. If yeah, of course. And, and um, Hoffman dies and, you know, I'm walking. Uh -oh. he, he, he could have become – he never was a movie star. He was a stupid TV star. Right, but he did pretty well. I mean, I, I think like – Yeah, he did pretty well. <laughs> He you was know, in Robot Chicken. He played himself, like in Robot in Chicken. Robot. Robot Chicken, yeah, right. Yeah, yeah. yeah I'm sure it'd be like, ah, I'm making fun of Six Million Dollar Man. I mean, people get cast and become iconic because of their TV roles, and then you feel right. kind of bad that they're typecast. But always at the end of the day, or at then you're like, I really love Six Million Dollar Man. Could you just give me that? You know, like, yeah. I don't know. So it would now be cool. we're Okay, this paramilitary operation is in a station wagon with three goofs. <laughs> what do you want to do? Is that OSI-regulated station wagon? <laughs> well, they're the bad OSI. Oh, no! This is... Oh, hey, buddy. What? Oh, California's beautiful. Oh, that must be a backlog. Oh, no, it looks like California. I mean, like an actual... Yeah. Mm. So 80s. Yeah. Oh, wait, so, but the music. So we have three goofs. And right, right into the boat show. Is they want to capture Steve Austin because they want to learn about his bionic. You see, Martin Landau has got a thing for bionics. He wants to steal the secret. Whoa. Whoa. This is the that first time in 10 years someone wants to steal a secret. And I also like the guy's earrings from the 80s. That's pretty cool. Oh, of course there's a ramp. I was going to say yeah. it should be a ramp show. Now, watch. Mm. This jump is pointless. He jumps. It was right? a double ramp. But then the other car can just drive around. I mean, there's a barrier. <laughs> right. But Steve drove off a ramp, landed on another ramp, and went over a boat and hit. Right. Wherever the stunt people are. Oh, Wilshire. Wilshire, sure, Wilshire. Boulevard. Yeah. No. The... Okay, remember he was like, I'm retired. Now they've come, Fortress came after me. So now he's back. So, so this he's time it's personal. Oscar Goldman, like, yeah. to pledge to fight Fortress. I'm back, hopefully, for a season or two. Full, full pickup. This time it's personal. Well, the thing is, this was popular and it did the it was the fourth highest rated show during the week not the night or something that would be terrible but like it was a highly rated show so it led to two other movies it never led to the 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 tv series right now she was like i wonder what parts are bionic sexually <laughs> well i'd look at his ass but that ass is bionic now you this know... is father and son yeah oh yeah. look at that they're gonna play ball we finally we get to play ball, Dad. Do you? Uh, their TV movies were pretty well known. Like, didn't they get married? Was one of the TV movies, like I the marriage or the? I don't think so. I don't remember that. Yeah, but I, I do remember the TV movies. This one, when you uh, picked it, I was really excited because 
a lot of those TV movies were during the late 70s, you know, maybe early mm-hmm. 80s. It wasn't like 1987 where they're just dusting off the characters and bringing them back. Well, this led to two other movies. The next one was 1989. It's called The Bionic Showdown. Six million dollars in the bionic one, and the and his son is in it also. And then, but this is the one I think we might have missed our real one to watch. In 1994, they had Bionic Ever After? Question mark. So maybe that's maybe that's the one. Yeah, like maybe that was the one to see, and maybe that's the one with the marriage you're talking about. Oh, I was waiting for him to squeeze that. Well, he was like, "Do something bionic," you know. He says, "Don't bother me, kid." I'll box your fucking ears in, son. <laughs> oh, my dad was a cruel man. You should see, okay, when you look at Lee Majors the second as an old man, he's Steve right. Austin. He's Steve Austin. Google his name and look at him like old. He's Steve Lee Austin. Majors I I. Now this is up oh, well we We'll see him later. He's Did Frank Poole from 2001 A Space Odyssey. It's pretty cool. Oh, I like that guy. Yeah, I want to take a look at him again. He has a weird face. Yeah, and he's old. He's got his gray hair, you know. Yeah, I and remember the... he did a bunch of stuff in the 80s. Weird. Well, the thing he was in 2010. This... Odyssey 2. The year we made contact. No, that was... That the was... Sequel. Yes, I know, but he... No, that... That was the Star Trek. What was his name? No, no. He shows up as a cameo at the end of the movie. Oh, does he? Oh, yeah, I he, he appears okay. in the movie. He, he's not like, he doesn't act, act, but he definitely comes up as character. What's, what was the name of the other astronaut? It was Frank Poole and... Dave. Right. Yeah. Uh, my mind is going, Dave. Dave. The Daisy. I'm sorry. I can't do that, Dave. That's right. That's a mean computer lip, lip reading. I know. What I wanted to do on Fish Burgers was do that to Jeremy. I would say, <laughs> open the pod bay doors, Hal, right? But the thing is, I would tell Jeremy that I'm going to, that's the, our joke is that I will open them, you know? Because you remember how stressed he would get? Open pod bay doors! You just see Jeremy <laughs> in that astronaut. Oh, I see Jeremy do that? What? So you're. Hell! That would have been on your public access, our public access show 30 years ago with your brother Jeremy. Everybody knows because we're so famous. You don't got to tell Yeah. Oh, they can check out our Fishburgers channel. <laughs> okay, yeah. <laughs> go on YouTube to Fishburgers, but it's got to be the channel. Otherwise, you'll get recipes to make Fishburgers. Yeah, you'll be there all day. Okay. Now he's going to tell him she remembers. She remembers you and your love affair. She's probably in love with you again. Oh, yeah, there you go. Younger. Yeah, I really like you. Not enough to fuck. <laughs> <laughs> but thanks for listening to me. That's my, one of my old jokes. I never use that again. That's so great. You're a great guy. You're so- you're really not nice enough. Stop. I threw that joke away. I'm sure you <laughs> a million of them away. You got some. Yeah. Questions. Oh, and we're back. 
Yeah, so this was a, a, two ABC shows, but in the 80s, Brandon Tartikoff got the rights, got this aired well, on NBC. It was, yeah, let me tell you about that. Um, turn it up so we can hear the boop, 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 boop. Okay, let's hear. Oh, oh no, it's too late. Okay, no, so heavy breathing. NBC picked up the Bionic Woman after the series had been canceled by ABC. Oh, ABC okay. Continued to air the Six Million Dollar Man. So Rudy Wells, the guy who like made him Bionic, he was on two different networks. You know, he That's the the spinoff was on the same time as the run for Six Million Dollar Man, but Six Million Dollar Man remained on ABC. Yes. While at the same time, the Bionic Woman was on the air, but on the competing channel. NBC. It was a scandal. It was what? Has the whole world gone crazy? And now that I'm competing crazy. against the you know. Well, that's the spinoff. Yeah, a lot more people like it. You know, there's been a lot of television shows that switch American networks. I would say Taxi was on ABC and then NBC. Uh, there was another show I just thought of that switched networks. But it's not too uncommon that happens. But I've never uh -huh. heard of a competing uh, right. a, a similar a show. Right? Yeah, it's like, I guess the most, I, now in the streaming services, you have South Park with Paramount Plus showing exclusive movies and HBO Max having the rights to the TV show, which is also on Comedy Central. Uh, that's the only example I could think of. Yeah, that's an example of life imitating life. <laughs> the biz. So now all was again, it... it's not worth anything. It's like, when I woke up, oh, it was stressful, stressful. I know you set me up with Steve. What are you up to, Oscar? Do you notice in the 80s, men still wore suits on television, even though they really it's just didn't. television style? Like, nobody That's would wear that right. jacket. You'd see Michael J. Fox in a suit, family yeah. ties, and the dad, and they're like sports coats. Or I was watching Andy Kaufman on Fridays. It was it was these following episodes. He, he famously kiboshed an episode. And then uh -huh. the following season, they had him on, and it's on Tubi. And he's wearing the cheapest three-piece suit I've ever seen in 1980. You okay. know, like, it's just like, it's what people wore. Like, you know, on Mark and Mindy, it would be a three-piece suit. It wouldn't, you know, like, who wears a three-piece suit? Got right, a vest right. and a jacket and a tie, and it's like, you know, vanilla looking. The vest is overkill. Yeah, like Oscar right now. Like, I know we're not listening to them, but it's just Well, because weird. I don't. It's crybaby stuff. It's really not worthless. Look how his tie is. It's folded into his pants. Right. Tucked right in. And whoa. You just got out of bed, maybe. Twist the scarf around your and roll him. And roll him. <laughs> oh, look. Continuity error. Your tie's out to untucked. We don't have. Uh, it doesn't oh, matter. And cut. Right, Michael. Very good. Yeah. I have a bionic eye. Go ahead. Listen oh. for two seconds. Okay, with my bionic ear? Yes. Do, 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 do. What's okay. that supposed to mean? I wanted, well, Fortress is the paramilitary organization <laughs> run by Martin Landau. But what I wanted to say, and we'll see. Here's Martin Landau. I'll come back to it. All right. Don't forget. 
Steve Austin shows up. Can I call the guard? Oh, we're just going to have a little conversation, you and me. Can I call the guard? Hello, this is just a little chat between you and me. Yeah. Two adversaries getting together. And I'll kill you with my body. You're joking me. <laughs> my God, Martin Lando is so great. That that toupee of his, his hair is so. I don't know if it's real or not. I love it. it I it think has, it's real. Yeah. Now this guy, you know, he was. He grew to be into movies, not. But he started. It was Space 1999 sure. and Mission Impossible. That's yeah, what made him a face that you know. But he was a fucking superstar, though, in both of those shows. And his wife was in, in both, too, and because he was just so versatile in them. Like, you know, and she did, too. Like, they were just anything that they threw. Like, Mission Impossible was fantastic. Yeah. You know? They were always playing something different. Yeah. In each episode, they had to do some sort of scam. I remember there was an MTV, like, uh, red carpet event. For the first Mission Impossible movie, and I don't remember if it was Tabitha Soren, but one of the famous TV news, yeah, yeah, went up yeah. to Martin Lando, who was there on the red carpet, and go, "Oh, what are you doing here?" Oh my God! And like, are you promoting Ed Wood? You <laughs> idiot! <laughs> I guess she's just young. She wasn't around. Yeah, she was young. She was and don't forget the first movie, like Mission Impossible, was this great team espionage show. And then the first movie, his espionage team gets killed in like 20 minutes. So, this Ethan Hunt. Oh, is he a psychic? He's going to do Jigsaw? All we got with Martin Landau was Steve Austin going, if you hurt anybody who I love, I'm going to get you. Fortress I'll kill you this time. Yeah. Now we're seeing that, like, Jamie is, she's like a physical therapist, and she does counseling and this guy is like all about tv shows and i don't know he's got problems later on he'll um help the plot by a little bit that's why he's here so what do you mean by tv shows turn it up you'll hear he, the way he okay. talks like beam me up scotty mm -hmm. stuff like this uh, one last question beam me up scotty perk out sounds good Womp, 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 womp. Jamie, be careful out there. Del Street Blues. <laughs> Dynamite. Look, a fake leg. It's bionic leg. Oh, press five and six to wiggle the toes. <laughs> now, do you recognize Rudy Wells' face from the show? He was in Bionic Woman and Six Million Dollar Man while they were playing on different networks. Yeah, yeah, he was. Yeah. He is the guy who does the bionics. I don't remember him, girl. Oh, oh, okay. When yeah. I saw his face, I immediately remembered. Look, he's the guy who always used the tweezers. <laughs> uh, it's a little personal here. Can you imagine you have a bionic leg and you see the guy fucking with a leg on the kid? <laughs> It's a weird tingle when I see you do that. Well, if it isn't Steve Austin, how are you, Steve? I thought Steve. you were tired, buddy. How come one limb is clean shaven and the other is hairy? Her suit. <laughs> you notice that? Like, we got a hairy edition, a hairy white edition, and a clean shaven white edition. It's weak. You'll see on the table. Well, I, I guess. Yeah, like if one's got one leg has hair. Look, yeah. look here in this science thing. 
See the science in there? Yeah. See, that's all you are, Steve, to us. That fucking microchip. You get it? <laughs> Six million dollars that cost us. I know! Let's see. Six seasons, 20 episodes apiece. Uh, each villain, 120 villains. That still comes 4.6 million short. You I are. know! Look at this laser eye. You see, I've got a laser eye. If huh. there's anybody who ever needs a laser eye, you let me know. All right, well, okay. you know, if the sun gets into a jet crash or something. <laughs> I was going to say, it's, 20, it's a week before the accident, but thanks for letting me know. Yeah, it's a little early. It's a little early. Um, um, thank you for the movies part. The, the creator, the invention lab is always like this hoardy bit where it's like, okay, Here's this pen that will help you breathe underwater and shoot any kind of laser crabs. Great. If Whoa. I ever see a laser crab underwater, I'll use it. Whoa! Laser crabs! <laughs> <laughs> I got my pen. Here, can I get your autograph? You're so crabby. <laughs> <laughs> oh, James. Look, he's playing with uh, Steve Austin's fake skin. <laughs> Oh my God! How eighties, and I'm setting that up because later I'll become a hostage. Carl, remember wearing pearls in the eighties when you go to supermarket shopping? Yeah. No, but I'm gonna yeah. get myself a paper that is cup. So eighties. Look at the high shoulders. Yes. On both of them, and the pearls, especially the pearls. Look That's at so the tie pearls. loosened, the pop collar. Yeah. No, she well, she rocks it. I like. I'm a big fan. Oh, she's got now, a side hustle going. Later, she'll get cured. See, what happened is she's she keeps her eyes closed all the time since she was a baby. And then oh. when they teach her about opening her eyes, her sight will be restored. Listen, oh, lady, you're coming with us. Yeah, right this way. I have a gun, lady. Uh, I guess you didn't hear me. Yeah, if you don't come with us, we're going to shoot the children. Watch, look. No, he's going to be fired the line. Like, they don't hear a fucking gun behind them. <laughs> click, like, click. no one does. Click, click. Come with us or we'll shoot the children. He could point a gun at six children, Carl, because according to the show, they're blind. No worries. Right. right. They're not getting away. I hope he doesn't escalate this by pointing a gun in broad daylight to a bunch of children. Now, coincidentally, Steve Austin just happens to be parking his car and getting out for no reason. For no reason. He shouldn't be here at all. Well, no, that's that parking spot is reserved for Lee Majors. Oh, here we go. Oh, turn up the cells here. To... Come on, make this noise. Make the noise. Come on, more. <laughs> <laughs> now he's he's running down like the suburban part of a probably in real life they stop and he's like <gasps> he does he always does look like that even in the the original run he always looked like he was exhausted Gravity. Huh? he's running and stopping watch oh, look at this mike watch yeah. Oh! How do they do that, Carl? In a single bound. 
is how they do I have, it. I have notes. I don't like the the music over the sound effect. It has to be all I know. sound effect. Just the sound effect is what we need to hear. Okay, here we go. <laughs> that is incredible. All this shit's incredible. Whoa! Whoa! Hey, you punk. Talk about road rage. Oh, look, she no. bionic kicked it out. <sighs> Finally, I could use my bionic powers. I got my bionic power. I'm going to stuntman you. What? Here, I'm a, I'm a stuntman. Barcelona. I can't believe it happened. Wow. Oh, they're fine. It landed wheels up. They're cool. Well, wheels up so you could drive away and everyone's okay. Yeah, you know how it goes. I see getting away. What's their license plate? I got the license. He didn't need his bionic guy for that. Stop wasting energy. You didn't need your bionic eye. The government's like, you use your bionic eye to get a license plate number? Fuck you. It's my body. Okay, now, no. this is the same restaurant they were in when she, like, threw him through the window. So... When they're leaving, the the maitre d person will be like, "Would you would you please use the door this time?" It really is gonna say that. They let him in. Wouldn't you let a bionic couple back in after they they uh, broke your window and repaid it? <laughs> I guess yeah. Is the window fixed? She said, "Here's my card. Call Here's me my about card. the window." But wouldn't guy throwing at it, window etiquette would insist that you would never show up to the restaurant again. Yeah, that's right. Pay you for the window. Embarrassed, right? You would be embarrassed. Right. Well, let's say you're the owner. You don't want Mike Spiegel and the bionic asshole walking into Scotty's to throw someone out the window again. Right? Unless you're scared of Mike Spiegel. Absolutely. So on t for two reasons, they shouldn't be here. This must have just been they've shot on the same day. Because yeah. The owners wouldn't let him in, and they wouldn't want to go in. It's so embarrassing. They're so embarrassed. You remember that lover's spat where you threw me out the window? It wasn't even a lover's spat. So right what now we're going to have a situation in which it's like a movie does something that would never happen in the real world, like their feelings and stuff. It's like now she, like, gets her memory back, and he knows, and and instead of them getting together, she's like, Let's just stay in touch. Let's just be friends. It doesn't make sense. I see. That wasn't my knack for getting acquainted. Maybe to that would be better. I know I like you. He's talking about his son right now. Uh, oh, yeah. oh, oh, TV humor. Teflon was used a lot in '87 because of the president. Remember, like, uh, yeah, Reagan was there was the Teflon Ron, or well, the, no, no, you're thinking of the mob guy, the Teflon, yeah, right, Don. the mob guy. That's what I'm thinking of, yeah, yeah, yeah. Teflon Don or something, yes, I guess it was the, a, John yeah. Gotti, right? Gotti. I don't know, John, John, you ever see the movie Gotti, uh, Travolta? Yeah, I've seen it, I didn't think it was so great. Do you think it's bad movie, like good bad? If it was on YouTube, we would watch it. I think it's probably a bad movie because I don't remember it well, and that's what I tend to do. Like if I like a movie, I remember everything about it. But if I can't, that happened to me with Woody Allen once. I think I, I already told you that story. 
I, I saw this Woody Allen movie and it just really sucked. Then I was in the video store and I was like, oh, a Woody Allen film I never saw. Okay. <laughs> right. You said it. Is shit. Okay, let's listen again because now we're going to have the ridiculous stuff. I guess I was a. You won't have a good answer. It's so bad, I don't even want to listen. It's just fake stuff, like, I'm confused, I... I want, in my movie, bionics. I want bionic jumping, I want bionic running, I want bionic listening, I want bionic seeing, I want to see guys point... Uh, they're gonna kit. I don't want to see a, a dinner scene that goes on before the oh, next yeah, commercial break. Yeah, it's really long this scene, and it's all right. Fuck it. I'll tell you something about the film. Um, sure. Uh, um, it was released on video. You know who directed the movie Gotti? Yeah. Sorry, no. Tell me. The uh, the actor who played E in Entourage. Oh, okay. I've got his name. I know him. He was on a a bunch of sitcoms, too. I I saw him in. I don't want to read this stuff. I'm kind of done with this film. You've seen this how many times for research, Carl? How many times have you seen this already? This is my fourth time. I just find it. I watch it three times, and I'm ready for our show. Um, Married to Farrah Fawcett between 73 and 82. That's pretty short. That's really pretty short. 73 to 82? Nine years in the limelight? Because they were in the limelight. Wait, wait. You're right. You're right. That isn't really short, right? Especially if you're famous. Um, cameo appearances in Circle of Two. He was in Scrooged. I don't remember that. He probably uh, played himself walking around the, the, the yep. television lot. Yeah, he did. He did. He was in Big Fat Liar. I don't remember that. The brother Solomon. I've seen Big Fat Liar. I think he probably played himself, honestly, on a lot of this movie they're trying to make. He was in Grand Theft Audio. His voice, Big Mitch Baker. He was in The Mist with Stephen King for two seconds. Uh Uh-huh. He was on Dallas for two shows. That's pretty sweet. And that's the modern Dallas, the modern Dallas. Oh, like the CW Dallas? Um, Whatever it was. TNT did did Dallas, and J.R. Ewing was in it. You know, the old cast was in it, and the young young guys. Did you see it? So, yeah, it had J.R. Jr., right? Yeah. J.R. J.R.? Yeah, it had Jerger. Jerger. Okay, turn it up. I know of it. Turn it up. Is that funny? That was them. Did you miss it? I know. I saw it. Was he passive aggressive? Didn't you hear what he said? You didn't hear what he said. I did hear what he said. I had it up and I listened. He goes, hey, uh, this time, guys, can you go through, like, the door? Because, like, our window is not, like, open. No, I totally heard. I had the volume. You'll hear it. Okay, my mistake. My mistake. So, um... Check this out. Check this out. You know the song Midnight Train to Georgia? Yeah, sure. I love that song. Okay. 
Um, songwriter Jim Weatherly phoned his friend Lee Majors one day. The call was answered by Farrah Fawcett. Weatherly and Fawcett chatted briefly, and she told him he was going to visit her mother and was taking the midnight plane to Houston. Okay? He heard the midnight plane to Houston. He started doing that. He started going into the shower. Leaving on that midnight plane to Houston. And it turned into, yeah. Um, uh, Weatherly used these wealthy people as characters in a song about a failed actress who leaves Los Angeles and is followed by her boyfriend who cannot live without her. Eventually, the genders were swapped and the plane became a train and Houston was changed to Georgia. But I mean, that's what gave birth to that's the song. That's what No shit. You know, their relationship was like People Magazine fodder every week. Yeah. National Enquirer. It was Bennifer. Yeah, oh, yeah, Bennifer. And part of it is that Farrah Fawcett, you know, she had her own history going on and people would always like, you know, those magazines would always try to get exclusives and exploit it. Well, yeah, it was like National Enquirer kind of thing, but a little yeah. bit. Was it called the Star Evening Star? I don't know. There was It was a little early. Okay, so well, what like, we're going to have now is a bar fight in which a father and son can bond. Oh, uh, like they, they ball fight? But can like, I don't know, you got to pull punches if you're bionic, right? Well, he, right now he's not bionic. Oh, another window. This time in yeah. fast motion. And now Ooh. the dad will be the one to say... That's how you leave places. <laughs> uh oh, stuntman fight. A lot of stunt work in this. That's yeah. kind of cool. Oh, thanks for the beer, lady. Yeah. <laughs> oh. I want to see a movie about that guy. Crack. Yeah. pub. He's like, stay out of it, Dad. And he's like, it looks like fun. <laughs> Stay out of it, Dad. All right. So he goes back through the window. That's stupid. Broken glass everywhere, Carl. People pissing yeah, now, on the streets. That's right. It's not safe. It must be a TV show. So now we're going to hear the bionics when Steve comes in. Do, 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 do. He's super ducked. Punch. Crash. Smash. A lot of sound effects. Crash. Smash. He wears that leather jacket so he looks like he has muscles. That's his son, his real life son. <laughs> That's a normal sounding punch, Carl. Right. Crack. Oh. Bionic push. My spine. Bionic. My Correct. People. You can see him like Winston Payne. Did you see the joke there? Yeah. Hi, how are you? Well, like, he went to like beat up a guy but it turned out to be a girl so he stopped and then she like slugged him in the stomach look at that yeah that's pretty raw that happens in no fights that's right uh -oh. cops sorry officer i was just trying to take this beer outside <laughs> what why won't you i was a beer stander i got it i was an innocent beer stander <laughs> Hot dogs. Get your hot dogs outside of bar brawl. Good ball brawl. Let's get either a hot dog or whatever. This there's like two oh popcorn. Well, yeah. He's Only in get... Los Angeles, Carl. Only in LA. Or you could have Turn it up. He's gonna get him popcorn. The works with the works. Street... With the works. Yeah. 
Hey, you want a street corn, street pop? Give me a street pop. What do you want in your street pop? Everything. A street Give pop a street from a pop. I'll order one street pop from a pop. Again, street dog next from the stand. Come on, I promised you'd order the popcorn. Come on. Uh, they just patched up their entire relationship. Well, we're getting bonding scene because next scene he's going to die, you know, get killed. And he doesn't die, but a plane crash. Okay, buy the street pop. Here we go. Get to the works. Butter, butter, and salt. Want corn on your pop? What else do you, I mean, like some yeast, some flavoring, some some cinnamon? The works, the works. Chili. No, I don't want any ginger on it. Yeah, chili. Chili and cheese with Sicilian. jalapeno peppers. That's one peppercorn. This is their plan is to drive at them. It will split them up, and then they get the kid. If they get the he... kid, they'll get Lee Major's bionic. What happened to the street pop? They dropped it? Well, watch. Do, 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 do. He goes, good jump him. Ah. Oh, Dad. Whoa. Now, the son's going to think to himself, that's really cool. I wish I was bionic. Until he really is bionic. And he goes, you made me a freak. You made me a freak. Did he not pop his son's uh, arm out of a socket? Right. Absolutely, he would have, right? <laughs> How do they do these effects? Carl, let's just cut to the chase. Because... They're they jumped jumped over... backwards. They jumped backwards, and they so some guy it. outside Wilshire or you know jumps out of a building. It's got to be a studio. That little fake dead end they went into. It's got to be a sound. Okay, so they're on a studio lot, and then they have a three-story building, and they right. probably have those like wonderful cushiony. Yeah, and then they yeah. jump down backwards. They're stuntmen. They're trained to. And then they take the film and they reverse it. Yes. <laughs> yes. <laughs> so two people. Let me get this right. There is a lot, right? right? Don't you think Steve Austin's real-life son was like, Dad, why can't I be the kid? Dad, why can't I be the bionic one? Wouldn't Do you feel the, the other way around? The, the father says, son, you are going to be in my bio- return of the uh, – you're going to be the bionic kid. <laughs> yeah. No, Dad, I don't – I don't live in your shadow. Oh, he's – he's uh, doot, 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 the, her boobs. Did you see it? He's he's dropping. Well, he was no, but he knew she was listening, and so he said, "You're more beautiful than ever." And so then the general guy was like, "Yo, excuse me, Mister Olson." <laughs> oh, the general's there. It was a general admission. Yeah, they let him in. It was general admission. So now we're gonna have you know, plane crash. We and then we've got to make him bionic. Oh, that's her son. Look how they're all dressed up like. Um, yeah. That's the bad guy they fought in the bar. I'm I'm not bored at this at all. If you think you're bored watching this a fourth time, imagine actually watching this the air show. I guess just I guess like they're testing it. It's a test. They're all. No, they're he's like going to graduate or something. It's like he's got to do a. A striking run or some crap to graduate, and then like he'll be like, he'll be f- so fake in trouble. He'll be like, oh, 
my sensors are broken up. Oh, the stick's not responding. Houston, turn it up. It's he's like so bad. Do a barrel roll. You know he's not in danger, is what I'm saying. Uh oh, my hydro gauges. What? Flip, flippity, flip, flip. Six he's flashing like, lights. Oh, there's a problem. Mm -hmm. My toggles are, they are not toggling. How do they do this effect? Is there a cushion? Yeah, there'll be a cushion on the ground. <laughs> Look at how, like, Bionic Woman's in her, like, Kentucky Derby hat. Okay, sorry. Dick is sluggish. Sick. Has no effect. Oh. Fuck this. We archival footage. Yep. Better of a fake plane jettison. crash. Fake jettison. Press the fake jettison button. I can't find it. Do you think this arch? Oh, there we go. Archival. Archival. Now this plane crash. Did they pay the family to use for the footage? I'm sure they didn't. It's archival. Did we watch footage. the. You know, they always say, oh, kids watch so much violence on 70s no, TV every episode. You go into a closet, and there's reels and reels of crap. Here's one of an elephant. Here's one of, Oh, you know, I know, I know, totally. They should but call I mean, up, who is the man who died in this plane? I want to give his great, great No, but I think it's ironic that, you know, people always say you're desensitized from violence because you would watch it six times, you know, three times yeah. a night on television. Yeah. And... To the point where they use archival footage of a man dying in a plane crash, and we're just like, "Oh no, I hope his son's okay." You know, oh. like you don't, you just don't think about it. I'm sure, like, I don't you're know, right. if, you know. You're right. I didn't. The thinker. Hey. Yeah, let me touch pet the hair. you. Let me pet you like a dog. What What are you doing here? I thought you were not my girlfriend, Jamie. Ouch, ouch, my hair is stuck in your hand, your bionic hands. Don't, don't, oh, run my your kid's bionic... gonna die now. You're showing up. You're, yeah, now you're here. Your bionic hand is stuck in my hair. Uh, he has my cell phone. Oh, Steve, are these bionic? Is this bionic hair? No, it, they're plugs. They're plugs. <laughs> what do you, what do you... you have bionic hair? They're plugs. It's so sad, like they, he has to sit there. Poor son's in the hospital. All right, turn it up so you Chris... can hear the bad acting so that you cannot feel like, oh, it's terrible. Oh, no, here we go. Oh, he must be crispy. <laughs> His skin is all crispy, like, like chicken. I, I can't, oh, I just, I can't even, I can smell him. Right. None of that, none of that. All he can smell right now is... Like ashy, smoky smell. It's terrible. <laughs> okay, now we are seeing Breaking Bad guy, younger than you've know. ever seen him. Tell you why? That he has a will to live that just won't quit. That's Brian Walter. Cranston. That's Brian Cranston. Look how young. We've had to amputate his right arm. What? Both his legs are crushed. His spine has snapped. Yep. You, you were a bad doctor. Never walk again. A piece of metal lodged in his 
And, now, and it's never, you know, why does he think he's going to make it? Because he has a will to live. Check it out. It's so unbelievable. No. no. Brain scan is normal. It's hard. It's very Okay, strange. I got to stop watching Brian Cranston. Listen, listen. That's broken ribs, lacerations, minor injuries that will heal with time. But, the rest, but. I'm afraid there's not much more we can do. No. No. There's something I can do. Yeah, I can make him bionic. Listen, listen. Carl, it's killing me. It's killing me. Because that's the JV. He's oh, not going to make it. You don't know about bionic. What are you saying? Well, you know what? We got we we got some upper friends in upper places, pal. This doesn't involve you. We can totally bionify this guy. I don't know. I'm I'm just a hospital doctor, a country hospital doctor. I've never heard of this bionification. I'm just a country city hospital doctor. <laughs> just a country city hospital doctor lawyer. Yeah. Well, don't worry. We'll, we'll get some bionification specialists in the hospital to, to do it. We don't need you. Bionic oh, size here. Oh, man. I mean, again, these suits are just like, it's just, we take it for granted. They were not, but no one wears these suits. Well, not today, of course. Not today. The, the, um, I remember you used to dress used to dress properly to go to school and then in our generation it was easy you know it was just like you'd have a collar shirt and jeans you know what i mean it would be like you could dress with but nowadays it's they've got sweatpants and <laughs> pajamas sure. i'm not kidding flip-flops it's all good i rock the sweater with the, the the collared shirt poking out yeah me too yeah Oh, look at this bionics. Yeah, this stuff's going to be out of date, and they're going to have to, like, fix it. And so he's under, you know, plus how much do they, like, lease it? Does, like, Steve have to pay the government, like, you know, once a month to, to have in their mortgage? Look, they're going to put in. I don't think so. I think they just paid it outright, and now we own you. Yeah. Uh, put in the eye. Yes, put in the eye. This is the moment we all waited for, the bionification. Right in process, right? Yeah. We never saw Charles is doing it. Oh, here we go. Here we go. I want to show you my coffee cup. What is it, doctor? Really? $600? million in 1987 money? <laughs> That's so cheap. <laughs> no, it was a 1973 dot money. It should be at least $7.5 what was the story that Ben Stiller was going to do a movie version, and then in fact the movie version called like the Six Billion Dollar Man or something? I always hear like, interesting. I don't know if it's true. He was a Tesla shit, but I didn't. I didn't you know, he it, might it have was always a movie. Babylon. Yeah. I don't remember this guy. The doctor. Rudy Wells. Yeah. What was he in? Like. He was always the doctor who, you know, they would go in for a bionic checkup. You know, he was the guy. That's so funny. Oh, he's probably the sexiest guy in this movie. Look at the sweat, the chest hair, the mustache. <laughs> well, yeah, he's been in surgery, so he has sweat. Now, yeah, sure. Of course, your hair, your, your chest hair is always sticking out during surgery. 
this guy authored two books, fiction books. He uh, wrote plays and had them produced and stuff. He, this guy was for real. Lee Majors struck in some chess hair, too. But yes. he never wrote any plays, though. No, no. No. Son, I heard that your eye, right hand, legs, and spine have been repaired. Here's another, like, ridiculous thing. He wakes up and he's like, you've made me a freak. I mean, but... you're not my father. Don't you? I mean, why doesn't the bionic woman and six million dollar man feel the same way? They were dead men, and that's only. What, that's what they say in this. It's not believable. When you woke up, you were mad, and then Jamie's going to go to Steve. Did you expect him to react any other way? I mean, right. this guy—he wasn't ever going to walk again. This is a good thing. But he—I don't know. He could have been dead, right? But they revived him. Would he no, live? Uh, it was no. Uh, when Brian Cranston was working on him, they were just. It was an emergency room visit. They were just saving gotcha. his life. Gotcha. He wasn't going to die. He was just going to be paralyzed. And... Did they need to 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 repair him? Quote unquote. Well, they certainly Weird. didn't they need to give him, him a laser eye. Oh, I can't wait for the laser eye. This is like when you're a kid, you have to wait till the 10 o'clock, 11 o'clock hour for the fucking laser eye, right? It's not going to happen until 1030. Well, yeah, it's going to come a little late. It is. It is. Yeah. We're going to see it really late. Uh, so he's going to be at the clinic getting better and uh, rehabilitating, and they're going to say, like, he's going to go, I have a laser eye. And he goes, oh, really? Yeah, my youngest son has a lazy eye, and we <laughs> try to go, no, not a lazy eye. Lazy eye. Laser eye. Yeah, yeah, I got you. Lazy eye. The term we don't really... He just said, you lost me. You lost a son today. Brutal. And she's like, of course he said that. (laughs) It's ridiculous. It must be cold in there. Because of her nipples? So, (laughs) I... I, um... Remember I said before she happens to be like a physical therapist and a psychologist? Right. You know, just happens to be one in case your son gets hurt and needs physical therapy. Maybe from her own experience. Her own experience. Well, this is all coincidence. It's a coincidence that his son had the same horrifying accident. Right. Now, look, here's the glass factory, and guess who broke out of jail in his three-piece suit? Yeah, that's what I'm talking about. So casual. Who wore that in 1987? Look, he popped his collar. We can it for look. Ah, I'm a bad guy. <laughs> now, excuse me, I gotta go to the next lot and do my other show. I have a love boat episode in ten minutes. <laughs> Hi, I'm gonna be your psychologist. I'm gonna pretend that I'm resisting. She was, during the series, she wasn't a therapist, but physical therapist. She was working in the military, right? Like a certain well, branch? She was a OSI agent. Um, oh, OSI, right, with Brock Sampson from Venture Brothers. <laughs> I guess, with Oscar Goldman. Oscar Goldman, yeah. No, their fake CIA is called OSI. That's what it's called. 
Gotcha. Um, um, um. A little heart to heart. So Lee Majors too rocks this scene. This is a good scene for him. It doesn't say here what was her profession as a. But she was in the military or something, right? She had assignments. Like, it's just interesting that had they made a series, she'd be a therapist in the run. <clears throat> I just don't see. For your consideration, Carl, the montage I... rehabilitation. I always just remember her as a secret agent. Yeah, secret agent is cool. I like how like secret agents and expensive, you know, they just get to retire, go on a fishing boat. Yes, with that they bought with their own. Oh, there's here you go, son. Here's the plate. Right, it's I use now. Look, it's getting better. Is there music? Why did I ask? Oh, it's so eighties. It's so eighties. Hey, they can rebuild him, Carl. Rebuild him. Nine miles per hour. Uh oh. Now you can... Thank you. Oh, he's getting much better. Look at that. He does. Wow, you bionic uh... it off. It's the old treadmill. Whoa, 25 miles per hour. And it's nothing. 37? 38? Oh, let's see. Sound effect. Where's my sound effect? No, it's, he's not that kind of bionic. He doesn't run in slow motion either. You'll see. 268 he's... miles per hour. I don't believe that. That was sped up. So he's a sped up bionic man. Look, he's he wants out. So what will this immature bitch do? He'll laser eye the door. I would break the door open. What would you do, Carl? Um, I don't know. I don't think I'd be so immature as to laser door an eye because he wants to go through it. Now, how does lasers work again? Do they stop at a certain point and cease to exist, or do they keep going through stuff? They go on in forever. They go on until they are stopped, like any beam of light. All right. So that doesn't go through the door and then go through the floor and then go it through does. the bottom? It does. Yeah. Well, okay. Light goes onto something and it bounces off of it. Lasers do the same thing, but I mean, they, they're hot and they have energy, right. so they shoot through stuff. But if it hits, I don't know, lead, I don't know, it'll <laughs> bounce. Whoa, I got a knife and I'm a Bernie. I'm a Bernie. I'm a living Bernie. This I'm is weeknight. Weeknight with Bernie. The prequel. The prequel. You're going to my beach house. What? I'm just, I work in the mailroom and I'm his buddy. Now, why uh, does she need... have Scrabble on her desk? Just played in, uh, no, it's because it, it's uh, what you do. You play Scrabble, Scrabble in the office. Oh, you know what? She's this therapist room. You know, there's different games. There's Candyland. He's got a Springsteen shirt. Look. Yeah. So 80s. 87? It, it's, um, Born in, Born the, in the U.S. Yeah. Carl's from New Jersey, and I'm I'm from New Jersey, so we you know this You are from New Jersey, Mike. I am you from New, New Jersey. Yeah, absolutely. Give me some wise potato chips. It's been decades. <laughs> some Uts. 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 U-T-Z, Jim. I'm sure you guys don't have Uts potato chips, right? Sometimes you see them in the hipster stores. 
Really? Yeah, I've seen Uts once in a while, but I don't see Wise. You've seen Uts? That's nuts! Yeah, we certainly have Wise here. Well, I have some Uts, uh, right? You want to see them? These nuts. Uh, these Uts. Oh, no, I'm, I'm Uts Wise right to that. You want to play some Scribble? Our lawyers told us that it is now Scribble. The game of Scribble is such a ripoff. You open it up, and there's pads of paper and notes. <laughs> you know, there's pens. Yeah. There's no board, there's no tiles. Yeah, right. The instructions, directions. You write I some shit. Personally, I could not read the instructions to the game of Scribble. It was just like incipherable. It was just kind of like smudges. It wasn't even like, you know, it was a bunch of lines. <laughs> oh, I now, found a diamond. It's a it's a glass, and that's gonna gonna lead to that they're at a glass factory. It's so stupid. Okay. Oh, you mean the Los Angeles County Glass Factory? Right. Now, what she just told him was, there's this guy, he was like a prisoner, and so that they wouldn't go crazy and they couldn't control him, he used to just pretend he was building a clock. And he knew everything about the clock. It was very intricate or whatever. And when he got released, he really made it, and it's in the museum at Langley Air Force Base. And so... He's going to put it into his head a motorcycle, repairing it, fixing his motorcycle, taking the engine apart, putting it back together. So if he ever gets captured by kidnappers, maybe who work for Fortress and it's Martin Landau, he'll have uh -huh. something to deal with the torture and isolation. Well, he really set himself up all right. And I got a 401k plan set up. It'll help me in the future. Things are looking <laughs> up for me. Now Jamie's going to reveal that she's bionic. He didn't know? Nope. Uh-oh, music. Secret. Now, look, her boobs are not bionic. You see that, right? Right, take a look. Look at him when they... Oh, look at you... Son of a bitch. So watch how he runs. See, he's the what? new bionic. Creepy. Look at the boobs, Mike. Look at her boobs. I'm looking. Mike, I'm yeah. looking, all right? All right. Now, he surpasses her boobs because his bionics are more recent, and he does blurry stuff. And then, he's, then he stops. Yeah, because it's tiring. A nice park. Okay, now, up. Oh, that's it. Nope. They're not going to move for the rest of the film. This, this is a final fight scene where all three of them attack Martin Lando, right? You're right. In the final fight scene, we will see her boobs jiggling again. But for a long time, we're not going to see it. Okay, I'm sorry, Mark. Well, no, that's the whole point of 70s television, right? Like, how many seasons was Bionic Woman? How many that's seasons why Farrakhan would have made a great street company. Yeah. Farrakhan had a... Example... Now he's needling her about liking her, his father. Okay, now Frank, astronaut Frank Poole is, we're, you know, he's really like a double agent kind of guy, and we don't know it yet. And well, he works for Fortress. Right. And Rudy Wells will be kidnapped. Oh. 
Dave Bowman. That's the 2001 guy. I Dave remember. Bo, all right. Dave Bowman. Bowman. Yeah, I bet you Frank Poole was like, God damn it, why couldn't I have been? I might just have a cameo in this movie. I could have been Dave Bowman. I could have been a star. Uh-oh, fast motion, new, new school. New school bionics. Let's watch a full name. You mean you're gonna shoot her? Just yeah, comedian. If Save you don't, the stage. If you don't come quietly, we're gonna shoot a blind lady. Hey, if you don't come quietly, I'm gonna take your girlfriend on a trip that she'll never. What are you doing? Writing a novel? You have a gun to her. I get it. So you're the famous Steve Austin kid with the bionic. Come on. That's probably what sold the, the show. He's right. just a microchip off the old block. <laughs> God, this yes. hair. You know me. I'm Fortress. No animals were harmed during the shooting of this guy's hair, the henchman's hair. Like, he slept through the whole thing on that guy's head. We'll cut to him in a second. Yeah, it looks like he's wearing a squirrel. <laughs> and Martin squirrel. Landau's eyebrows, too. Oh, Martin Landau always had those. Look at that squirrel. Look at that squirrel. They called him Cocaine Squirrel because he would give cocaine to the actors afterwards. He sold cocaine after the set. My son was like, I'm going to Cocaine Bear, and he's like a senior in high school. And I was like, I don't know if I like that. Was, God dang, come on. All my friends are going. I was like, Cocaine Bear? It's rated R. And so he goes, he says it was extremely fun. So I had a little talk with him like, cocaine's bad. You know that, right? You see what cocaine makes you do, right? But, when you yeah, eat a whole I, kilo of it? So now we see that the OSI guy is really fortress. Oh, double, double, double. Uh-oh, here's the TV guy from the 80s. He'll... What? Wow, so he's talking normally. Just facts, ma'am. Is he us? Is he the ironic teenager from the 80s who's quoting TV shows from two decades prior? It's totally no, tubular. He's a cuckoo. I think I looked like that when I was 12. No, no I graduated of, high school. One of the things they would say in the pitch meeting, like to make a pilot for whatever, is that he, could, he would be an Air Force pilot because Top Gun was super popular at this very second. And they wanted to soak off of that and get a fighter guy in the Six Million Dollar Man 2. So he says, would you please draw the picture of the man you saw? And then this guy is a perfect sketch artist. It, it huh. plays into the plot. They're like, "This, I know this guy. You think this plot point is too sketchy, right? <laughs> Very nice. Yes. You got what I was saying. I don't have to draw you a picture. But I did anyway. This is he lives in a boat? 
with a staircase? No, that's his retirement boat. It's his home. Ew. Does it smell like mildew? Oh, look at that. Yeah. Oh, I know him. He writes the editorial uh, column for the <laughs> blog. <laughs> I saw him, uh, I saw him uh, featured a profile on the top of uh, Wall Street Journal. It was all pinpoint. We have two Star Trek connections in this film. One is astronaut Frank Poole. He was in the pilot episode of Star Trek. Oh, the pilot no, one? No, he wasn't. He wasn't in the pilot. He was in the second Star Trek episode, which was like a, a let's try it again pilot. Gotcha. Now, Lindsay Wagner was like a model in Los Angeles, and she got on, like, she was on Playboy After Dark, and that's put her on TV. She was on The Dating Game in 69. So was Farrah Fawcett. They all were. Um, In 71, she signed a contract with Universal Studios, and then she started being on TV shows, you know, Night Gallery and... Marcus Welby, MD, Rockford Files, stuff like that. So they liked her in Rockford Files, and that's what got her noticed for this. Um, do you remember that show, The Paper Chase? There was a movie. Sure. She, yeah, that was uh, John Houseman. She was the daughter of. Oh, John Houseman? Yeah. Oh, look at that. He got beat up by Ionic Blood. Yeah, and now he's going to go, I'm sorry, I've got to redo my motorcycle. It'll probably oh, take two guns at him. He's going to the closet. I'm going to lock the door this time. You can't. That'll stop him. He was much better in surf, too. That was well, his was big he... well, Now, Weekend of Bernie's, was that 87 as well? I don't remember, but it was 80s, yeah. yeah. I don't remember. So now they went to the glass factory, and they're going to – they have to spend the night in the same hotel room. Why? Yeah, well, Why? Why? He, Why he do that? Uh, he needs his jeans pleated. I don't know. So the thing is they don't take advantage of this, like, rekindle their love and romance. Instead, they're like – you stay on your side of the bed, and but meanwhile they really like each other, and it's it's terrible TV stuff. Now, you notice they had dinner at the restaurant again for the third time. <laughs> oh, bionic oh. snoring! They're gonna go into a bionic slumber. Yeah. See, if we're indoors, you could take your leather jacket off. You know what? I'll I'll step outside. Turn it up. Turn it up. Turn it up. Listen to this speech. Do you love this country? I do. All right, that's enough. It was that was Thank his you. He goes, "Do you love this country? I do." And then he does his speech. He's like, "I don't understand this. Why is Weekend and Bernie's looking the other way? He's sitting on the desk and he's just staring at the wall. Is that <laughs> the style right now?" 
I don't oh, no, know. He's looking, now. he's looking now. Now he is. Yeah. That was weird. You're going to tell me everything you know about your bionics or I'm going to keep on him torturing you. Do you remember those Philo facts, those little cards behind them yeah. for the phone yeah. cards? When you went into someone's office and you saw one of those, did you ever look at them and where did you, what, what name would you look for? So th those were just the, you know, like contacts or whatever. Yeah. But a lot of times, only like a quarter of them would be written on. You know, those other ones are blank. Yeah, right. They keep it. Uh, like you have all these contacts. <laughs> Rolodex. No, that was. I think no, Rolodex the... was like your pocket keeper as an adult, right? Like if it is a leather case that you would keep your appointment book and your, your phone book. No, Rolodex. No, maybe you're right. It is a Rolodex. It's the one where it has the like, phone cards. There were those IPAs, right? In personal. Right? Oh, yeah. It would be like a mini computer in your hand. PAs. But it like was really mutant. because you would have to input everything and keep it current. Okay, they're going to the glass factory now, so we're going to see like 15 minutes of shoot 'em ups. That's good. Okay. And I heard the sound effect. Nice. <laughs> nice touch. <laughs> he doesn't go ouch when he touches that gun. Yeah, because only one him. of his hands, arms is bionic. Where's the ammo. ammo in this movie? Ammo. Oh, where's the explosives? Who owns the explosives? U.S. government explosives. <laughs> All right. I'm going to get my book. Oh, no. He's got an explosive. D4. We have explosives. D4, right. Yeah, right. He, he probably went in there and said, damn it, why didn't I bring my own explosives? All right. How much? So this movie is over in 10 minutes. 10 seconds. <laughs> oh, 10 minutes? Okay. Oh, is it 10 seconds? Wait, do I hear a bomb going off? Being this set? is so weak. She just walks in, in like her 80s casual clothing. It, it's just completely dumb. So she's now, caught. Oh, no, these are uh, Steve's kids' friends, and they're pretending to be drunks. Right. As one does. Uh, drunks. Yeah, you know, it's the 80s. Just Carlo drunks. He goes, all right, fuck it then. There's so many carloads of drunks that drive by the glass factory. Yeah. Just another day. Uh-oh. <laughs> this is a biotic man. Listen, you guys... squirrel head. <laughs> squirrel head. <laughs> Don't call me squirrel head. Do you think part of the success of the show is that he does look like a stuntman anyway, Lee Majors? Well, so that's they... what the fall guy was. He was a former stuntman who had fallen yeah. to his features. There's, there goes Jamie, but it's her... It's they they like... can't land on their feet like that. That would kill. Yeah, it would hurt. Now, why would she do that? Ow! Ow. Whoa, All right. Well, why don't you leave the room? I can't. Jump, 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 jump. The invention guy can't leave his lab at all. They can meet in a public place. And they can give right. him like another device, but they, they can't, you know. OSI. So now they're not CIA. They're FBI all of a sudden. 
Right. Ah, my feet. It seems so painful, these stunts. Look, ouch, my knees. Bernie's guy. Now, watch what his laser eye will do. Was it burn the handcuffs? Chink. The blind do, 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 do. And look at his bionics. I can't do that. He's fast motion. Everything else is standing still. They can only do this where there's no other person in the room. That's right. Or the effect won't work. It's... There's no cars driving around. They're just like, this will work. Let's not motion it. Okay. Now, jump. Down. I've been bloodlessly shot. It's the fakest. Pow! Pull him! Pull him out of here for safety. Ouch, you're dragging me on the cement floor. And the oh, movie's yeah. over. Oh, Thank yeah. you guys for watching. Oh! I'm God, that's so intense. They're right there. Ouch, yeah. ouch, ouch. Super in the real world, hot. Super hot. Ouch. In the real world. Now, Mike, they're stuntmen who do it for a living and they're paid to do it and it's a career. They're not being you. tortured. They're not being tortured. They're there was not being tortured. For this part. No, I understand, but there's there's probably different guidelines now. Yes, those sparks should not land on them. Yeah, I and mean, you shouldn't really. Sh <laughs> but yeah, I mean that's the reason why you watch TV. You want to see this. Get your fill. Steve, it's Lee Major's <sighs> kid. I don't want to kill him. I hear that. What? Dad, I was doing just fine, Dad. I, I saw what you were doing. You saw me. You were in Montana. <laughs> With my bionic eye. Oh, I got hurt Ooh. on the knee. I dropping by. Uh-oh. Now, the guy he fought within the bar saves him. Way to go. Uh, I'll do anything for you, sir. He goes, do, 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 do. You he have bionics? No, he was doing that with his mouth. <laughs> right. Yeah, they probably do make the noises when they run. Uh, that was great, Lee. But you... Ow. You're under arrest, double-crosser, who's really... He shot him in the wrist? No, he oh, he shot the gun out of out of his hand. Yes. Whoa! Uh, right on the feet. Ouch! Oh, a lot of prop guns. <laughs> I uh, nice mustache. I uh, chop. You think that's a fake mustache? It's the same stunt guy from the last scene. Maybe. I think so too. Oh no. no, no, my squirrel's gonna wake up. Don't wake up my squirrel. Cocaine squirrel. <laughs> wow, oh. that looks painful, right? Oh. Whoa. Oh. Fantastic jump. Carl, I have a question. Why would she jump to the edge of the uh, platform? Wouldn't you just jump over that and land? Right, right, and land safely. 
securely. It could be because she was really jumping backwards and she was on the edge. It could be. I'm not saying it was. Because if it was Black Adam, anything is possible. Just use some CGI and have him just land perfectly. You want to have him hurt. All right. Now, he's going to get shot, but he laserized him. What, right in the heart? In yeah, the groin, I thought. You didn't kill him, did you? No, I can control the intensity of the beam. Cool. How? Mr. Rashu has one. Again. So what do you mean the intensity of the beam? You hit him with a hit him in the chest with a laser beam? Well, it just was kind of bonky. It didn't go through him. What? Use your Here, let me show you how I control my laser eye. Brain, not so hard on him. Pew. Pew. Does he have a venue in his head that, that picks like out of the 10 of the pain? Well, you saw him squeezing his hand, right? Didn't you see him like squeezing his hand? Oh, so he does it like that. So this is I like guess. a 10 pain, 9 pain. You are surrounded by OSI. Rudy Wells has a gun? Rudy Wells has a gun. I'm so ashamed. No OSI paparazzi shots, please. Perp walk. They're going to go up to him. Why are your hands up? Are you here to promote Ed Wood? <laughs> I was in the original Mission Impossible. <laughs> All right, this is a, I'll see you uh, next fall. So we're wrapping up. The Southern California. And to the many adventures we'll have week after week. Yeah, now the well, thing is, this guy must have been so disappointed that it didn't become a series, right? Well, I mean, how many pilots that never make it on the TV, whether it's a TV, a movie, but back or is, a pilot setup? But it is on the TV, you know what I mean? And the promise was... Far. You know, he gets to eat at these nice restaurants. Now, he's a Star Trek connection. He was on Star Trek Enterprise, which wasn't the greatest series, but he was there. He would not, he would, he was in Get the Gringo with uh, Mel Gibson, but. Well, it's not Get the Gringo. I enjoyed that. I don't know. He would go on to be like on Melrose Place, Dynasty, Baywatch, TJ Hooker. You know, he, he, he did, he could have become a superstar, but he was just a working actor. Right. That's cool. Yeah, well, that's pretty cool. It's good to know. No, I'm just saying, if this thing had been a pilot, we might all know it. Like, he might have been... But I don't think, honestly, I don't think this show would have lasted. With the return of the... First off, think long-term. How many seasons would the return of the Bionic Man and Bionic Woman last? Well, well no, the season pilot, four... No, yeah, the, what would the show was going to be the kid. He was going to... But what would they call it? That Bionic Kid? Yeah. I don't know what they would call okay, it. Yeah. It wouldn't it wouldn't be named after the TV movie. It wouldn't be season three of Return of the Six Million Dollar Man and yeah. Bionic Woman to episode four. Right. They would go on yeah. to do two other movies though. The Bionic Showdown and Bionic, and Bionic Ever After? Yeah. Question mark. That's Teeth? the one I think we should have watched. All right, well maybe another time. Don't you Isn't... dare, Michael. 
What don't you want to see the further adventures? I guess I would do it, but <laughs> I don't know. I mean, oh, I don't know. The movie's not over yet. We're acting like the film's done. It is. It is done. Look, they're at the same. Look, they're, place. they're at the same fucking place. Don't keep walking, lady. Keep walking. Don't come in here with your window breaking. Go for it. Totally. What? So you're going to have to ask you to leave? <laughs> oh, well, that oh, barrel is in the way. How embarrassing. Uh-oh, there's Donkey Kong. Where's my... Have you seen my barrel? I left it right here. Hey! Wow. You can't just you, barrel through you. here. Ryan Cranston. All right, well, we want to thank Dave D Entertainment for posting this video. Yeah. For us without the commercials. Carl, what did you think of this movie? It was horrible, terrible. It was stinky. The only reason it was fun is because we used to be $6 million men fans and Bionic Woman fans, so... Yeah, that's right. It's a little. It was fun and because it was nostalgia at the time because it was yeah. a return of, and now it's nostalgia now. And if you haven't even heard or seen it, it's right. a fair enough place to start. It just doesn't make any sense. They're the, all three. Yeah, ten Maybe. years. It, it, this was ten years after the show got canceled. Right. Show. That's the thing. It's yeah. See, they got to distance themselves from the explosion. Though they did put a legal notice at the end. Mm-hmm. Purely fictional, and no way did we blow that shit up. No way did we reveal OSI's identity or any of that information. Yeah, right. We didn't blow. We got the footage. Like, yeah. Well, there was some military issues. I guess um, Top Gun. They had the, the approval. You know, the the army always has to approve that shit anyway. Yeah, absolutely. They're not like a casino where they could do whatever they want. Carl, I thought this was a piece of shit. Uh -huh. It was just really hard to watch. Yeah, and I like the stunts were cool, but they looked super violent. I hope those guys were okay, or they they talked to their union and they cleared that up. Right. So next time it wouldn't uh, be so chaotic for the Bionic the Man. And, yeah, and I wish they brought up the fact the government owns them all. Oh three. <laughs> but but he was retired. He was retired, and Jamie wasn't working for them. She was a physical therapist, psychologist. Oh my God. Uh, well, I think that was, uh, yeah, it wasn't that great. But uh, we wanted to thank you because we wouldn't be able to watch a bad movie if it wasn't without uh, an audience. And because uh, sometimes you need someone else in the room to watch a really shitty movie, you know. And so we're glad that we were able to watch this movie with you and you watched it with us. We'll be, I am typing frantically on my PlayStation 4, Carl, the name of next movie. Oh. Uh, yeah. <coughs> so I don't have an audio thing. Thunderground is telling me. Should I type in Thunderground? No, no Thundercats Thunder Ago is our movie Thunder uh, next week. Oh, and this is actually, we're going to break tradition. Argo trailer. What's it called? Thunderbirds Argo. Thunderbirds? Is Thunderbirds one word? Uh, yes. Why don't I know that? They didn't teach me that in school. Okay, there Thunder... is Thunderbirds Argo Wait. official trailer number one. Okay. And Shane Rimmer movie is no 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 that's the the trailer is called Rotten Tomatoes Classic Trailers the channel we like is called Rotten Tomatoes Classic Trailers. Wow, that's a lot of presumption. All right, uh, I have Bob. Let me go find. 
Thunderbirds, one word, are go. Official trailer number one. And you said it's hosted by... Rotten Tomatoes classic trailers. Oh, I don't see that. Maybe I should go back. Sorry, guys. As we do this, this is because we're live in the studio. Uh, fudge. Space. Trailer. Sorry. Trailer. I want to get that Rotten Tomato one playing. All right. I see it, sir. Uh, I'm going to go ahead and hit play and then hit pause. Oh, I got a commercial. I'm going to let this commercial for uh, the movie trailer commercial. Commercial. All right. This will be our only sponsor. Hey, you ever, uh, don't show it. Which one do you pause? have? I have, I, I have Ivy Builders. Uh, oh, I don't know what commercial I had. I... <laughs> it, doesn't, it doesn't even go register in your brain. Okay. Uh, we want you to watch the commercial. Make sure you don't notice it. it. Just goes right into your back of your brain. And then once you the actual trailer, which is a commercial, plays, hit pause, move to zero zero zero, and at the count of and when we say go, like our delightful celebrity comedian up front said, <laughs> uh, go ahead and press go. Three, two, one, go. <laughs> Is go. Is go. Adventure is go. Oh, that's Ringo. Ringo is the go. Ringo. Whoa. Yes. Whoa. What? Are what? Are what? These incredible Tracy Wait, who are these people? These are the Thunderbirds. What? There's a guy named Dr. Brain. <laughs> what? Somewhere in the Pacific. Okay, you just told me where it was. Uncharted, Michael. That's a secret. Look out. Who's Gary Anderson? What? What? Pass. I'm going to go find this. I'm going to rock out. I'm going to start to rock out. I... Look how cool they are. They're all chiseled. Carl, I'm greedy. I'm not sharing the danger. Ugh. Blah. A technoscope. Blah. And they're birds. What? The... Directed by David Lane. Universal Studios. Wow, that's the loudest thing I ever heard in my life. United Artists. So this was a TV show, I guess, from England. And you don't now know it's it? a movie. I you know don't it. know it? Yeah, I know it. I've I never seen it, but I know it. You never saw and it. Okay. that's why I'll be researching this movie myself. Uh, this week we're doing the old switcheroo next week. Uh, and I will be calling. <laughs> you, have you seen this film? Oh, I, I don't know if I saw the film, but I used to be a big fan of Thunderbirds as a little, little kid. Uh, I've never puppet. seen a Thunderbird. Wow. I, I'm aware of it. I, and I'm aware of the cultural ends. Wow. I want to do something weird. I want to do something crazy. And I, I don't believe in any of that stuff, but I like. I just want to do it because, like, I've done weird shows. I've just for them, or like for that would be the venue. And then the venue and for them and for them too. <laughs> I would. Yeah, I would. I don't care. Because, like I said, I've done weird shows. I've done weddings, funerals. 
a bar mitzvah. It was weird because like I don't like. I don't How know. did they find you first of yeah, all? Like, friend of a friend of a friend. <laughs> and it was weird. You, like, you, were you know when you're at the water fountain and the bitch is taking so long. I got am, I right, am I right? Am I right? Am I? I don't know These what thirteen year old right? humor is. You know, so. You're like, how do you connect with the you can't make thirteen year old Jewish, Jewish crowd? Like. Do so Wow. I want to do something weird. I want to do something crazy. And I, I don't believe in any of that stuff, but I like. I just want to do it because, like, I've done weird shows. I've just for them, or like for that would be the venue. And then the venue and for them and for them too. <laughs> I would. Yeah, I would. I don't care. Because, like I said, I've done weird shows. I've done weddings, funerals. A bar mitzvah. It was weird because, like, I don't like. I don't How know. do they find you, first of yeah, all? Like, friend of a friend of a friend. <laughs> and it was weird. You, you, like, you, you know when you're at the water fountain and the bitch is taking so long? I am I right? Am I right? Am I right? Am I don't know These what 13-year-old right? humor is. You know, so. You're like, how do you connect with the you can't make 13-year-old Jesus Jewish, Jewish crowd? You can't like, do me like, hey, you guys, I have some stereotypes to, to I, I, reflect. I, 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 okay, because I did some research. I was like, oh, there's Latino Jews and Native American <gasps> Jews. So yeah. I had to go with oh, that. Oh, that's good. Yeah. Okay, no, yeah. I, I like that. Like, the joke was like, oh, he's, like, there's a temple, La Amigo La Israel. I was like, what? I, you know, I'm playing dumb. I was like, what do, what do Jewish people wear? Oh, yarmulkes. What do they wear? Little sombrero hats or something like that? <laughs> <laughs> and, they're, and they were like, it killed, it sombrero. <laughs> That's pretty funny. Yeah. Um, so it would be at a church of Satan, and then and then what else? Mixed crowd. It'd be a mixed crowd. I don't care. Some Young, old. Satanists and atheists. Yeah, I don't care. Alike. Yeah. Dress up, be weird, you know, because like my, one of my favorite comics is Sam Kinison. Like, oh, oh into my that, God, like, yeah. weird. Wild thing. Oh, yeah. <laughs> rest, rest in peace. Yeah. I don't care. I just love the stage. Like, it doesn't matter. But I just want people to like. I'm older. I want people to like. Yeah. Just remember me. Hopefully, I can make them laugh. Some of them will cry. Whatever. I want yeah, you to forget. Yeah, like, I cause love like, that. Because when I was a little boy, my mom used to take me to the punchline. I, I saw Gabriel Iglesias. I saw John Leguizamo. Wow. But even back then, I was like, I don't know you can get paid to do that. But that was just like, when I want to get to that level. Venue doesn't matter. Welcome to the and show, it, man. It, has this happened to you guys? People recognize you like, oh my god, I, I saw you over there. <laughs> and I get scared. I'm like, where? Where did you see me? You're where? like, I didn't do it. <laughs> Man, that, that has happened to me. Like, you think they're like no, this had, that identifying a suspect? No, that happened to me before. This guy came up to me. It's I, him, officer. <laughs> no, it's, this is weird. I, I robbed this guy long. I love that was statute of limitations. Yeah, it is.